This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Collin II, and with me via Zoom is... He's uh, Starman. Not really. Um, Jeff Winger? Yeah. Okay. i go with Jeff Winger. you go with Jeff Winger. Okay. Well, um, I'm just going to call you Matt. I mean, that's your right to do so, according to American law, so I guess... Can't really stop you. Boy, my freaking little speech. You got, yeah, you got, you got your freeze peach, my frozen peaches. Yay. Boy, having a free speech. Come on, brother. Quit, tr- quit, ca- tr- Joe yeah. Rogan and Dave talk. Chappelle can say whatever oh, they want. Oh my God. Quit canceling <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's my favorite person in the world in the past two hours. I, I didn't like him before that, but now that he started talking about trains, people, I love him. <laughs> Um, that, that's how my alliances shift just according to whoever. whoever hates people I hate I love them and then when they move over to something else I don't like them no more the enemy and of they, my enemy yep. is my friend yep <laughs> by the so, way I'm not, I'm not claiming that Dave Chappelle hates trans people so no, so, me. I'm just saying that there, there is an interesting shifting of alliances that happen when certain people say certain things yes. just a fact you can say it's a good fact, bad fact, whatever you want, but so you know it's true. To the topic of hand <laughs> at hand here, Matt. Um, What's that? And, and the topic at hand here. Today on the episode, we are covering the season finale of Stargirl Season 2, but we're also going to kind of recap uh, the last uh, couple episodes before that. Um, so... Yeah, the last one we actually had time to cover on the show due to, uh, you know, personal issues going on and stuff was Chapter 9. So we have 10, 11, 12, and 13 that we have not covered. 13 being the season finale, which we're going to focus on in this episode. But just to kind of recap here, folks, um, we had a few things happen in the last other episodes. Um, We had... um, Starman revealing to Pat that Eclipso had threatened Pat's life, and that's basically why he ended up uh, having to kill uh, Bruce Gordon. Um, the Shade claimed that uh, they could trap Eclipso by fixing the Black Diamond with the Cosmic Staff. This ends up failing, so they suggest that they use Jenny's power ring. 
Pat and Courtney find her at a Civic City rehabilitation facility searching for her brother, Todd. Um, After leaving, um, Luis Love, who is the head nurse there, um, informs her uh, boss on the phone, Mr. Bones, Hmm. which is my nickname, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. Back when I used to do uh, pornography. But, um, <laughs> wait, no. So, um, was that with the, the leg lamp from the Christmas story? Yes. Movie or? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it was just me and the leg lamp. Um, good times. Oh, um, anyway, so <laughs> oh, God. the, um, yeah, people, I'm, I'm kind of loopy right now. So, um, anyway, so, uh, yeah. so, uh, Basically, uh, love is like uh, covering up where um, Todd really is. Um, meanwhile, uh, Doctor Midnight contacts Beth and reveals that uh, the Shade rescued him from the ISA, but accidentally lost him in the Shadowlands. So that makes them gain a little bit more trust for the Shade. Um. And then that they uh, and that the shade received his powers after being unsuccessfully sacrificed to Eclipso in the 1800s. Uh, then they're at the uh, old JSA headquarters. Jenny uh, repairs the black diamond, but Beth realizes too late that the shade lied. And after the diamond restores um, Shade's powers and summons Eclipso, he knocks out Jenny and uses the diamond to absorb Courtney into the Shadowlands, despite Pat's best efforts to save her. So that's where we're, that's where we were at in chapter 10. Chapter 11, we had, um, Courtney inside the Shadowlands, um, Mike in the real world searching for, uh, Thunderbolt, um, Then we have, uh, like, Courtney, and she ends up saving both Dr. Midnight and, um, and, uh, Cindy from the Shadowlands, and and brings them back into the, into, uh, their land somehow through a movie screen. Yeah, which didn't really explain, but, um, that was interesting. And, um, yeah, the reason why, and I, I don't appreciate you cut me off, brother. Um, when I'm talking about, no, I, you no. can cut all the other crap before if you want. Um, oh, that's cool. But, um, no, I want you to. No, I'm kidding. Um, no. <laughs> um, Mike was, um, not, not our Mike. Uh, Mike Dugan was looking for the, um, the Thunderbolt. Well, he may have been because he mentioned doing yeah. pornography. The Thunderbolt was one of his also his alter egos. So, um, you know, Mr. Bones and the Thunderbolt was one of his movie name titles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so Mike Dugan is looking for the Thunderbolt because at the end of episode 10, uh, he starts hearing all these um, things about like going on like pink lightning when he's like he's doing work on the robots uh, um, Stripe. 
And then he goes out and sees like these huge like gingerbread houses and like candy canes. And he realizes that somebody's using the thunderbolt to like make huge food stuff, like a huge hamburger, um, stuff like that. Like you do. Like you do. Um so yeah, so he's yeah. And then um the Shadowlands was interesting because like it was like pretty much just like a mirror image of like the re- the regular world, but everything was black and white, of course, and like people just acted differently. Like that, that kid in like the very first episode who did like the card trick to her, and she she lied to make him make it seem like he did the trick correctly. Yeah, nah, uh, he like did the trick again, and he's like, "Are you gonna lie to me again? Like you did the first time?" And like then like his parents stand up and start like looking at her really ominously and like you know stuff like that yeah basically basically and it's it's all like illusions basically too because it's not really happening it's just stuff that basically eclipso is making them see and stuff so yep um as he does yes so um basically also in that episode, the shade seemingly died from overusing his powers and uh, dissolves, mm-hmm. requesting that his good deed be remembered. Yep. <laughs> As you do. So, um, that brings us to chapter 12, where Jenny is unknowingly infected by the dark matter residue. Um, Courtney's uh, cosmic staff is now at full power and she agrees to a truce with Cindy. Courtney tells Yolanda that she was not the first JSA member to kill, but this upsets her further instead of making her want to join. Yeah. I mean, why would she think that's a good idea? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, I can understand her logic, but at the same time, it's like, guess what? Your predecessor also murdered someone. It's like, what? That isn't that great? <laughs> like, it wasn't even, like, another member, like, a different member. I mean, like, yeah. obviously, it wasn't like it was Star. It was literally the same person mm-hmm. that you are. Like, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> It's like, isn't that great? More people were killed. Wait, what? <laughs> Who wore that costume? Like, it wasn't like, oh, Doctor Midnight killed someone, or this, not the shade. Uh, you know, no, it yeah. was your predecessor. Guess what? That's those same claws killed someone else. Don't you want to join up again? What? And Come kill on. more people? Courtney, oh wait, no. Sometimes, like I, I love Courtney, but sometimes she is so stupid and naive, but also like really, like unforgiving when Pat like dares to not tell her like yeah 100 truth like, well if you think about like, it though okay. she's a teenager and that's kind of how teenagers react to shit i know but at the same time she's 16 years old you know and uh, yeah sure an adult's gonna sit her down and go okay we murdered someone like what are you talking about like <laughs> well i remember when my parents told me about the people they murdered you know yeah and it's like uh, uh you know we Eclipso took over a man's body. I'd like to make an announcement to people that my parents never killed anybody. Okay. (laughs) What? So, um, yeah, the, uh, yeah. So anyways, the, um, we also have, uh, Pat pleading to 
Matt to drop the charges against his brother Rick. Um, eventually coercing him to do so through violence. So, uh, <laughs> we're assuming because he closes all the blinds and shit and, yeah, in the hospital room. I don't know. What do you think happened there, Matt? Uh, I don't think... I, I don't know if he would have actually hurt him, maybe. Because he did say something like he's got a little bit of bad inside of him as well. Because he talked about knowing guys like him in the army and growing up. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is a dark side to Pat. Maybe that's why he's so wholesome is because he's maybe been not very wholesome throughout other parts of his life or something. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know about Cause he like, he shut the blinds, locked the door, you know, that whole thing. Um, so yeah, I don't have, know what he did. He have, I don't know. Um, so, um, anyways, regardless, um, he did co- coerce him into, uh, dropping, uh, charges here. And, uh, Got Rick out. Rick uh, studies his father's journal, hoping to recreate the hourglass amulet. Um, Cindy calls an unknown group asking for help. McNiter uh, deduces that Courtney's light can um, stop Eclipso and works with Beth to uh, find him. But they are uh, intercepted by Eclipso who allows Beth to summon the JSA for his plan to feed on Courtney's darkness. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do it. Do, Do it. it. <laughs> Palpatine over yes. here. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, meanwhile, yeah. Jenny has visions of Courtney becoming Eclipso's host and defeating the rest of the JSA before waking up. So, and that's where we end chapter 12. So now to the current mm. episode that we're talking about. It's uh, chapter 13, written by Jeff Johns, directed by Greg Beeman. Um, it aired on November 2nd, 2021. Um, so this starts out with Eclipso. Um, <clears throat> he merges the Earth with the Shadowlands. The uh, JSA are then joined by Grundy. Um, Lawrence, Brooks, and Pemberton. And Thunderbolt. Um, the last of who repairs Stripe. So basically we end up getting uh, Stripe repaired based on the fact that they uh, needed a engine for it. And... Uh, Jaquim wishes for it. Yeah. And then uh, Eclipso is fighting all of them. Um, he also has Beth's parents. What's going on there with the Beth's parents, Matt? Um, it looks like they're arguing with Beth. I don't know if 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 he's casting an illusion on them, thinking that Beth is like arguing with them, or if if, if he's 
doing it to Beth. I don't know exactly what was going on with that. Um, I think guess he's casting an illusion on them. So that's they what think, I think yeah. because she was saying she hates them, and so yeah. I, that's what I think he's doing. Um, and uh, so he, she's trying to get through to them that that's like a fake Beth. That's or that's that's a fest, if you will. Um, you know, like Fiatro, You know. Um, <laughs> It's the DC version of that. So, um, uh, yeah, Zeke, you know, the, the, the cool guy that owns the junkyard, he's built all this cool stuff. He built a chainsaw into the stripe, a fire, uh, fire thrower, whatever, uh, flame thrower. Um, you know, it's, um, yeah. He's still there? Okay, I'll make sure he's still there. Um, oh, I'm still here. Yeah. I thought make sure my phone didn't crap out again, but yeah, like that, that was actually doing a fair bit of damage to Eclipso as well. Um, the chainsaw and the fire, the firebolt or the flamethrower, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but then Jakeem wishes for the thunderbolt to electrocute him, but that just seemed to give him more power, I guess. Yeah. Um, so then he threw the thunderbolt into Stripe and pretty much just incapacitated the robot, um, <clears throat> as you do. Yeah, and uh, so uh, basically, then then we have a <clears throat> court. Basically, Eclipso is trying to get Courtney to be hateful mm-hmm. and evil. Um, eventually, she does admit her hatred for Eclipso, allowing him to uh, make her his new host. Yeah. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Starman shows up at. The Whitmore's door. And, uh, he comes to help. And, uh, this was after, um, Eclipso was saying something about, uh, how only one person can, uh, wield the magic staff. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, he comes in and he's like, I think two can. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah, I, mean, I never believed that anyway. It just seems like a stupid rule. Yeah. Only one person can, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> but he comes in and helps them. Um, um, so basically, Starman and the JSA help her regain her control. And, uh, <clears throat> and, uh, Lawrence and Brooks weaken Eclipso before Thunderbolt turns him into a slice of toast. <laughs> because Jakeem wished that Eclipso was toast. Yeah. So, you know, it, he, um, Thunderbolt's very literal. Um, uh-huh. That's the reason why he was gone for so long, because Jakeem wanted Chinese food, so he went to China uh, to get some Chinese food, and took him a while to get back. Like you do. Like yeah, you like do. You do. But it looked like he brought brought back quite a spread of good shit. Of course, oh, Zeke yeah. is doing to eat it, but um, you know. <laughs> so um, basically, after that happens, Pemberton um, offers to teach Courtney more about the cosmic staff. <clears throat> Yolanda and Cindy decide to remain with the JSA, while Mike and Jakeem discuss starting their own team. <laughs> That would be interesting. Beth uses her powers to uh, locate 
McKnighter's wife and learns that he has a son. Her parents have also decided to stay together because of the trauma they went through basically brought them closer together. Um, do you want to take a quick break here, Matt, and we'll come back and talk about the rest of the episode? Yeah, sure. Okay. We'll be right back, folks. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guests every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Hope to see you there. Okay, so um, basically what we got going on here is that um, the next thing is uh, we go to the mural that Cameron's been painting for his grandparents. I mean, I mean, I mean of his father and his grandparents mm-hmm. come back, come up and they uh, reveal their cryokinetic powers to him. Their little uh, freeze breath shit. <clears throat> Great. So he's going to be, what, one of the villains of season three, probably, or some probably. bullshit. Come on. Why do they got to do that? Cameron's a nice kid, you know. Well, hopefully he doesn't. Fun. Maybe maybe he will become a good guy. Who knows? Um, yeah, but he's going to feel, like, loyalty to his dad because he was killed. And, you know. Yeah. Maybe he'll be going after Mike or something. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, Rick buries Grundy because Grundy had died during the fight. Um, but, uh, Shade tells, Shade comes by and he tells him, yeah, that Grundy could come back. That he's never really always dead, you know, fully dead. <laughs> it's like in all DC, no one's ever dead for real. Um, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> so, right. some, it, well, yeah. so somehow, uh, Lawrence and the Crocs move next door to, the Whitmore Dugans. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. How like are they out of jail? <laughs> what the? How are they out of jail? Well, I think I think they mentioned. I think they said something like that the like trial, like the case was dro- or what the charges were dropped or I forgot. Oh, okay. I think they said something about that because um, <clears> like because <throat> it was like an old 
robbery from like the 1980s anyway, so they already would have been like statue of limitations. Yeah, probably. But they probably pulled some strings to uh, arrest them anyway or whatever, you know. But um, yeah, so like season three is called Frenemies, so I guess that's going to be a whole thing now. Where yeah, instead of having instead of having individual episodes like with titles, now we're just going to have like. Chapter chapters one, yeah probably enemies or you know whatever you know. yeah we'll see how it goes um mm-hmm. they uh yeah and you i mean you got the they got them being you know kind of friends and then you also got cindy now joining the jsa too so um that'll be interesting to see where that goes um yeah meanwhile we cut back to the helix institute for youth re- re- rehabilitation and uh we see Nurse Love informing Mr. Bones about the heroes and villains living in Nebraska as he makes plans to visit Blue Valley. So Mr. Bones is probably going to be one of our big bads next season. Yeah. yeah. Or he might be going to go into Nebraska to shoot one of his porn films, you know. Uh, yes. <laughs> Mr. Bones. Yeah, and he's, uh, to... <laughs> and he's being voiced by uh, Keith David. Of course. Who uh, played Elroy on Community with Joel McHale, who is Starman. Yep. Yes. So far, we have almost every. I think only Annie and Britta, or not Annie, but I think Allison Bree and um, Jillian, Gillian or Jillian Jacobs are the only two of the main uh, cast members that haven't been in any of the superhero stuff. Um, yeah. So I think that I think. Um, well, what about uh, what's, has Paget Brewster been in anything? Oh no, she she oh she does a. Well, technically, she's the voice of. Uh, of um, <clears throat> of uh, I think it's a uh, hawk girl or something on. Uh, <laughs> oh really? <clears throat> Hold on one second. Okay. I meant bird. bird, bird? I meant bird girl, which is a uh, she's the voice of bird girl in um, Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. <laughs> and wow. she's she's also now she she has her own show called Bird Girl. Okay. Which is a spinoff of that. Um, well, yeah, I, I met the original cast. I, I wasn't. Even yeah, thinking. no, I know. Um, but well, Elroy wasn't in the original cast either, so that's why I was. Just, yeah, he wasn't. So yeah. you got Donald Glover was in Spider Man Homecoming. You've got. Yeah. Um, Yvette Nicole Brown was in Endgame. So um, was Ken Jeong. Yeah. And so, and then, uh, and then Danny Pudi was in uh, Civil War. Yep. Yeah. So pretty much all of them have been some kind and, of... Uh, um, and and um, Jim Rash was in, uh, I think, in Civil War as well. So Yeah, yeah I think he was. Um, no, I think he was... No, he was... Yeah, he was in Civil War, yeah. Yeah, he, he played the dude that was, <clears> like, um, hmm. talking to Tony Stark, like, at the beginning, or whatever. Um, <clears throat> yep. Yep. But also... Um, uh, Patrick Brewster has also voiced Poison Ivy in Batman and Harley Quinn, the direct video movie in 2017. So cool. there's that. Um, and uh, Gillian Jacobs also does a voice on uh, that show on on Amazon. That's uh, that animated superhero show. So they've all done kind of superhero stuff. Oh, yeah. That cool. was it. Like. Invincible or something. I don't remember what it's called. Something. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so that I, I've yet to watch. It's supposed to be good, but I didn't, have not watched it, which I probably should. Um, 
there's so much. I mean, there's so many. Shows yeah, there's out so there. many things. I mean, I've been watching Doom Patrol lately. Yeah, it's interesting. So it's uh, it's 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 kind of weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know. Where do you think things are going to go next season? Uh, I think there's going to be uh, a little bit of a conflict between Pat and um, <clears throat> Sylvester. Yeah. Um, because um, at one point, Sylvester says something like, oh, come on, Pat, superheroes don't need school. So I think there's going to be kind of a thing where Pat wants her to kind of have a normal life in addition to being a superhero, but Sylvester was going to like, no, you're going to dedicate your whole life to this type of thing, you know? So yeah, I think there might be a little bit of that going on kind of because Courtney already kind of thinks like Sylvester does already. So she's probably going to be taken more by that attitude more so than Pat's attitude of like, well, you know, you still need to get a high school degree at the very least. You can't just be a dropout superhero, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, you never know what could happen. I mean, superheroes are not infallible. They're not invincible. I mean, you know, she could break her legs, become paralyzed. I mean, anything. I'm not trying to be dark, but anything could happen. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you need some kind of a... It'll be know, interesting to see what um, kind of role uh, Starman plays in the series. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he doesn't overshadow Stargirl. Um See, that's that's what I'm worried less about. I don't think yeah, I don't think he's gonna do that, but I do think he's gonna be like almost maybe pushing her too hard, like a little bit, like training wise, like Yeah. Like like almost like you gotta be better than even I was, you know, type of thing, you know, like <clears throat> I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see uh when this uh next season premieres. Um which uh it's supposed to be coming out sometime in 2022 i guess so okay that's cool yeah not sure yet when probably maybe around the same time as this year who knows <clears throat> yeah it could be like around august or whatever yeah so last year Last year started in May, ended in August, but this year it started in August. Yeah, so. we had COVID kind of fuck things up a little bit there. So, yeah. so any other thoughts here, Matt? Before we wrap things up, uh, no, not really. Okay, well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, give us a five star review. Um, check out our Patreon. Also, uh, check out our T Public. You can get some cool shirts and stuff. Um. Also, uh, be sure to check out our other episodes. If you like this, uh, check out our Legends episodes. Also, check out our episodes about the Marvel shows that we do. Also, um, our fun episodes about direct-to-video sequels and failed sitcoms and things of that nature. Um, If you like us, you'll like us. And um, (laughs) (laughs) make sure you – being good to each other, people. Be kind. Um – a lot of crap in the world right now. It's better to be kind to each other than to be assholes. Yep. And, uh, you know, be considerate. Wear a mask if you have to. Get vaxxed. Wear a condom. <laughs> and until next time, folks, Bye bye Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast. 
A Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Human Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now